0: It gave him the motivation to stop the date right then and be like, you know what? Let's be friends. And she said, (laughs) she said, let's not and say we did. Good comeback. Hey, Thirsties. Welcome to the Thirsty for Hallmark podcast, the thirstiest Hallmark podcast on the internet back in 2022. It's your host, Charlie. Fortunately, Mary is not hosting, but hopefully she'll join us in a future episode. Today, I am reviewing Noelle Next Door, the first of the Countdown to Christmas 2022 movies. I have made a vow to watch all of the new Hallmark Christmas movies for 2022. And I thought this first one was pretty good. On the cupcake scale, I give it four cupcakes. It was just a great story. The leads were strong. And just the whole time, I was I was happy watching it, even though it was a little darker than your normal Countdown to Christmas movie. To give a short synopsis, it's about a woman named Noel who's recently divorced and has a son named Henry. who's about 11 and she lives in a condo complex just a few doors down from a man named Jeremy who's also divorced and had a stroke. So he walks with a cane and he's kind of been in a funk ever since he had his stroke. Noel's son has been terrorizing Jeremy, kicking his soccer ball against his wall. So Jeremy has fought back and has been kind of yelling at him, threatening him to take his ball, threatening him to kill his rabbit. And while this is happening, Jeremy comes into the restaurant where Noel works. And they have a little meet-cute. They run into each other at a pharmacy. They meet cute again. Eventually, he asks her out, and they go out, and they have a great time. Neither of them know that they're neighbors or that this child is hers or that he's the one terrorizing the child. So it's a lot of ignorance, and it's, it's pretty remarkable how long they kept it going without them knowing who they actually were. Eventually, they find out she's pretty disappointed. He tries to explain his situation, but she really sides with her child, who was stretching The truth a little bit about what exactly happened between him and Jeremy. Eventually, the truth comes out, and she gives him a second chance and invites him over for Christmas, and they fall in love. Now, who are these people? Noelle is played by Natalie Hall, who I remember we talked about her in our episode on Fit for a Prince, where she played like a Cinderella type character. She was also in the movie You're Baking Me Crazy, Hallmark classic, about a food truck feud. And her and the guy who played Jeremy were in a Hallmark movie together before called Road Trip Romance, which came out recently, but I did not see. I have to admit, I've really been not watching Hallmark in the past year or so, and it's not been good for me. <laughs> I really miss it, but I, um, since Mary left, I just haven't... <sighs> No, I haven't really had the motivation to watch it like I used to because I don't feel like I have anybody to talk about it with. But now I'm back on the podcast and I can talk about it with all of you. I really love Natalie Hall. She's blonde, very pretty, great actress. I think this movie, she really, uh, she gave one of her best performances. I love her especially because she was in the national tour of A Chorus Line. She played Val and there's video of it online. She's an amazing singer and dancer. She got to dance a little bit and Fit for a Prince, but I wish they would have her sing. Jeremy is played by Corey Sevier, who I know best, from the 2003 Lifetime movie Student Seduction, starring Elizabeth Berkley. He plays a student who accuses his teacher, played by Elizabeth Berkley, aka Jesse Spano, of seducing him. And the truth is, he assaulted her. Uh, I remember it was a pretty cool movie, and I think it, I don't, it wasn't based on a true story, but something similar to that happened around that time. It was a pretty big deal when that movie came out. He was pretty young in that movie. He was actually a Canadian child star. He started in the Canadian Lassie series. like Little Timmy, and, um it has been a bunch of Hallmark movies. I think the only one I've seen is Heart of the Holidays from 2020, starring him and the girl from Stick It who said, it's not called gymnastics. He's a good actor, a good leading man. He was in a movie this fall called Pumpkin Everything that I need to watch. I had, yeah, it was just a few weeks ago. Hmm. If you've seen Pumpkin Everything, please let me know how it was. The next segment is the Oscar goes to... I gotta give the Oscar to Corey, play played Jeremy. His role was funny, sad, dark hopeful. It had a lot of range, and he did amazing. But you could really feel how hurt he was. One of the things that happened to him is he had a stroke around Christmas, which is why he hates Christmas. And his wife at the time left him soon after because she didn't want to help take care of him. Then he eventually runs into his ex-wife, and now she has a child he didn't know about. You could tell he was sad, but trying to act like he was happy for her and kind of down on his life. Great performance. He gets the Oscar. Our next segment is our favorite segment, homemade or hostess. Homemade are things that I liked about the movie, like a homemade cupcake. Hostess are things I didn't like as much, like a hostess cupcake that's been sitting on the shelf for a year, which still is okay, but not as good as homemade. So... I mentioned it before, but I really liked how long it took before the two of them realized that they were neighbors and that he was the one having the conflict with her son. I thought that was going to happen much sooner. The fact that he didn't really raise the stakes. A hostess... I felt like Noelle was too easily manipulated by her son. So Jeremy was telling her when it all came out, he was like, I I took his ball because I told him to stop kicking against my wall and he wouldn't stop. And I told him if he didn't stop, I would take his ball. And the kid was like, no, I wasn't doing that. I was just playing with him in the street. And the kid threw the ball at his face and the the kid lied about that. And the kid had already told her early in the movie, he was like, mom, I'm sorry that I cause trouble sometimes. I don't mean to, but but I'm sorry that I do. So it's like, you've already admitted that you're a troublemaker, that you're actually not to be trusted. And I really hate it when parents take the side of their kid when, it doesn't make sense that the adult would be lying, but it makes sense that the kid would be lying. Like, why would a grown man just take a kid's ball for fun? Or why would a grown man just chase a child for fun? No, the kid deserved it. And she should have known because she's been his mother for 10, 11, 12 years, that your kid lies sometimes. And maybe you need to do a little bit more investigating before you turn this hot guy who you're in love with back onto the street. Homemade, the leads. And the supporting characters in this movie were were fine, they were good, but it was really all about the leads and they they really stepped up, I feel. You know a Hallmark movie is good and really all that matters about a Hallmark movie is if you care. And if the leads don't make you care, then you you just wanna turn the movie off. But these two definitely made me wanna know what happened and made me hope that they would get together. This is a hostess. There were some references to something being wrong with his hand, like maybe his hand being deformed or in a weird position. But they didn't show it. Like, I didn't see it. His hand looked normal to me. So I wish they had made that more clear or not had that be something that people mentioned. Two people mentioned it. A related hostess was when he was on his blind date. He was having trouble getting his jacket off in the restaurant. And his date was getting really frustrated with him. And he was like, oh, it's just taking me a second because it's really tight. And he only had one hand to do it. And So it's like, one, why is she not helping him? And two, she says, well, you're kind of making a scene. So can you just leave it on? But he wasn't making a scene. He was... He he wasn't being loud or making big movements. Or maybe they did that on purpose to show, like, he wasn't making a scene, but she thinks he's making a scene. So it gave him the motivation to stop the date right then and be like, you know what? Let's be friends. And she said, she said, let's not and say we did. Good comeback. Their second meet cute, this is the homemade, was at the pharmacy. He was picking up uh, medication and she was buying tampons. (laughs) And he walks up to her and he's like, oh, hey. And um, she's like, she like holds the tampons up. and she's, she's like, yep, happens every month. And I thought that was very funny. <laughs> reminds me of, um, I had a new coworker a few years ago. And pretty soon after he started, I ran into him at the pharmacy. And me and him and his girlfriend were chatting in the aisle. And I realized that we were just surrounded by tampons in this aisle. And then my last homemade is, I thought it was really cool how they incorporated his stroke storyline and him being disabled into the story and they made it made it. It relatable like you didn't you, you felt bad for him but you also understood how he was feeling I'd be interested to know how um, somebody who did have a disability felt about it but to me it seemed like it seemed like they did a, a good job on that and it's something I've never seen in a Hallmark before definitely seen supporting characters with disabilities but I don't think there's ever been a main correct me if I'm wrong now we're on to the segment where I say, who would I play in this movie? I know you're in the edge of your seats. I immediately knew I would play the pharmacist. He didn't even have a line. And then, you know what I love? I love when someone says something to a, a minor character or a bit part, and you can tell that they just didn't want to give this person any lines, maybe because it's more expensive, so they just have him nod. So Jeremy said something like, oh, I hope this one make really works in helping me sleep. And the pharmacist just nods. That's me. And actually, I would love that. I mean, whenever I'm in a play and I have lines, which I am in a play right now and I do have lines, I um, don't really like it. Which is at odds with my other desire to like have the biggest part and be center of attention and have all eyes on me. So a little bit of a paradox that way. It's just about time to wrap it up. Here's where Mary would have given her one year later. But luckily for me, this movie had a one year later, so I don't have to think of one. Because that was that's really her strength. So what happens is, and I didn't mention this, but he is a music composer, and I think he also said conductor. They end up getting together, and at one point he had told her that he was, working on some composition, and he was trying to get the local symphony to perform it. So I think it was like a year later, six months later, they go and watch the symphony perform his work. And she's like, I'm really proud of you. I guess if I were to come up with something else, I would say that he takes her to a Christmas concert at the symphony, and they say, we have a surprise addition to our program. It's a new composition from a local composer, and it's called Noel Next Door. And they play it, and she's watching, and tears are streaming down her face and then they're clapping and at the end she turns to look at him and tell him how proud she is and he's down on one knee spotlight on him with an open ring box. So if you know the answers to any of the questions I've asked please DM me on Instagram at thirsty for Hallmark. Remember to follow me on TikTok. I am going to make some more of those at thirsty for Hallmark. And the next movie I'm going to review is the second movie of the year which was We Wish You a Married Christmas with I think my new number. Number one hunk, Chris Paleja. Oh, my gosh. There is something about him. I don't know. There's this Hallmark blogger who I used to read. and every review, she would say, like, Andrew Walker was great in this movie. But he's no Christopher Every Everyone. It was like, this movie was pretty good, even though Chris Paleja was not in it. I need to find that blog. I don't know if she's still doing it. I can't remember the name of it. But I know I can find it. If you know what it is, also let me know. Okay. I've given you enough jobs. That's all for me today. Thank you so much for listening. And remember... Stay thirsty!